0: What is up, everybody? This is Hunter Williams. Today's going to be episode 183 of the Neuro Edge Podcast. <clears throat> the name of today's episode is Most Disease Is Not Your Fault. I recently read a book by a guy named Arthur Furstenberg, who is a scientist. And I had come across what a lot of times what I do with books that I read is I listen to a lot of different podcasts, read a lot of different books and things like that. And I will notice ones that will pop up seemingly out of random, although nothing is an accident, but seemingly out of random from different things that I listen to. And this is one that had popped up in like three or four different podcasts and videos that I had watched. Lately, and I was like, I got to read this book. This sounds pretty interesting. And it talks about basically the history of electricity, electricity at least as it relates To electricity on a large scale as it has been integrated into our society and civilization. And I'm pretty familiar with electricity, in particularly EMF and radio frequencies as it relates to our health, or so I thought I was before this book. But I've done other podcasts about how to protect ourselves from EMF, what what grounding is, which is basically just getting your bare feet on the earth or a grounding mat to make sure that you're grounded. But I had never really definitively looked at a book that traced the whole entire history of this and was able to correlate it with disease in such a way that I realized that most of the ailments that come from our society are related to the electricity and the radio frequency. And that's gonna sound like a really bold claim To most people that aren't educated about this, but I promise you, you just got to go read the book and you will understand. So what I'm going to be talking about today is basically everything that I learned from this book and just how prevalent electricity is in our society and how related it is to the rise of a lot of the disease that we think we just kind of randomly are the recipients of. So that being said, as always, before I jump into the substance of the content today, if you get any sort of value out of this, and I know it's been a week since I did the last video I missed last Thursday and Friday when I normally do a video, but if you get any sort of value out of this, anything like that, all I would ask is that you like it, comment, subscribe, or share it with a friend that you think would be able to relate to this content and get something out of it. As I always say, this isn't a clickbait type channel, it's a channel for deeper thoughts and deeper topics that I think are out in the ether of the world, so to speak, that are becoming important, and more and more as we kind of go into the future here, and we have all of this different technological expansion, and kind of a shift in consciousness, which I think everybody feels a little bit. So... As always, just thank you so much. I always send my gratitude out to everyone out there uh, that's watching this and getting any sort of enjoyment out of it. And all that I ask you do in return is to like, comment, subscribe, or share. Or if you're listening to it on the podcast, leave a review on this platform because that really helps push it in the algorithms. And as you know, the algorithm is what drives a lot of discovery in the world today, which more or less is probably how I found this book, even though I like to rail against the algorithm. Sometimes it does cr- introduce you to things that uh, help change your life. So basically, this guy, Arthur Furstenberg, and I was looking up some history on because he doesn't talk a ton about his own history in the book. The book is very scientific, and it's almost more or less like a textbook, but it reads – well, I listen to it on Audible. It reads a lot better than a textbook, even though it's very scientific scientifically dense. Now, that being said, he basically is a guy that has suffered for many years from what I think is referred to as EHS, which is electromagnetic hypersensitivity syndrome, which is where people, anytime they're around computers or cell phone towers, cell phones, any sort of electricity or radio frequency, they unfortunately get very bad headaches and they are very sensitive to it and sometimes there is a trigger point in their life so maybe they got exposed to a lot of radiation at one blast at some point and kind of after that and sometimes it just comes a lot of people as we details in the book sometimes they bought a new computer and once they got that new computer you kind of mess with their body and they had to go live remotely in a cabin just to even mitigate some of the symptoms they're experiencing from it. And as you know, the world today is covered in cell phone towers and radio signals. And obviously now we have a lot of the 5G going in everywhere and there are satellites that are being shot into space. So this is something that is not going anywhere. If one thing is for certain, as the old saying goes, death and taxes, there is also what's certain in the future is that there's also going to be radiation from all these things. I don't know that it necessarily can be stopped. I hope it can be, especially after reading a book like this. But what I wanna talk about is basically the book relates a lot of studies that show the disease that most people are experiencing today, which if you look at a lot of the disease, what do people experience at least in the United States and other modernized countries today? Heart disease, cancer, diabetes, Basically, all these things that stem from inflammation. Also, there is the sickness that is going around and has been for the last two years that has caused us to basically shift our entire society structure. The influenza, whatever you want to call it. I'll just go ahead and say it because there's not a lot of people that watch this channel anyway. So if it gets banned, it gets banned. But basically, um, a lot of influenza. And this was actually written before COVID came out. So a lot of this has nothing to do with COVID whatsoever, but he does trace the rise of influenza, particularly the Spanish flu, in 1918, with the introduction of AM radio. And so, in the 19 teens, uh, particularly around 1918, when the Spanish influenza broke out, that was the first large scale introduction of AM radio frequency on a mass basis in the modern world. And lo and behold, you had that. Now, let's go a little bit back to the beginning, basically. Furstenberg kind of documents the introduction of electricity through telephone lines. I think what are the old things that uh, telegraph lines that people used to have that they put out. And that was coming around right around the 1850s, is when a lot of this stuff started to get introduced at a mass scale. Now, before that, he kind of documents a lot of scientists that had experimented with electricity and were discovering the properties of electricity and how to apply them to harness energy. And he talks about all of the different headaches that they would experience and all these different illnesses that they would be prone to that most people that time would experience. But basically once the 1850s comes around, you see these technologies introduced at a mass scale. You have the telegraph lines and eventually that would lead to uh, radio towers and to this point in time where you look out and I look out my window and there's a 5G box sitting on a street light right outside my house. So what does this have to do with disease and why is the disease not your fault? Well, he chronicles in the medical literature, a lot of these things that we have such a struggle with today, diabetes, heart disease, cancer, there were not definitions for them in medical literature prior to the introduction of a lot of these technologies, which again is kind of a correlation first causation, which is it, but it is interesting. And, <clears throat> He documents all these studies that have been done on animals. And obviously the human animal is tougher to do studies on and we don't react as quickly or maybe in the same intensity that animals that can be studied because they have a shorter lifespan. Also, they can they may react a little bit more intensely to things because they're smaller. But let's take. Just each of these diseases and break them down one by one. So diabetes. Before the 1850s, diabetes was a thing. Most doctors had never heard of it. They didn't know what caused it because it just wasn't around. And once these types of technologies began to be introduced, this disease came up where people were not able to process carbohydrates as well. And a lot of people, which rightfully so, will credit the rampant diabetes. I think it's something like two out of three people in the United States are pre-diabetic or diabetic today. A lot of people will credit this to eating refined sugars and eating too many carbohydrates, which is true, especially given the sedentary nature of our lifestyle. But what he also explains is that whenever these frequencies are introduced into rota populations or bee populations in studies, it the radiation inhibits their ability to metabolize sugars and glucose. And he gives the example of Bhutan, which is a country. In the himalayas near between china and pakistan in the himalayan mountains near nepal and how they were one of the last countries to have introduced electricity introduced into their society before that they had a pretty standard diet of which they ate a lot of natural things from where they were and nobody was sick ever and then lo and behold, they introduced electricity within two years, a substantial number of people, I think like 10 to 15 percent of people in the population began to report symptoms of diabetes and became diabetic. And they were eating the same food and it's the same group of people. It wasn't a generational shift or anything like that. So one, we have diabetes, where if that is something that you feel like you are not good at processing carbs, whether you're diabetic or not, but everybody struggles with weight these days. And a lot of people think, oh, I'm just not disciplined or I don't have the willpower. Look at the amount of radiation that you're exposed to and how that is affecting your body's ability to metabolize sugars. And what's happening is we're going through this, obviously as the technology is on the rise, there are epigenetic changes being created. So as humans produce more offspring, our genetics change to the environment and those genetics get transferred to the next generation of humans. So as humans continue to reproduce, they're going to be less and less effective at being able to metabolize sugars and other nutrients as well, but particularly sugars, which is what causes diabetes. Now we have things like heart disease, where a lot of the blood becomes thicker because of this radiation, which leads to a higher incidence of heart disease. And he kind of talks about that. And then also cancer. And obviously, that's something that's a very big debate as to what causes cancer. But again, he kind of tracks through the medical literature how a lot of this cancer didn't exist. And then after electricity was introduced and as electricity became more and more integrated and uh, stronger frequencies within our population that these cancers exploded and particularly brain cancer from people that are using cell phones and putting them up to the brain. I think an interesting takeaway that he talked about is people actually receive a stronger amount of radiation to their brain when the phone is like eight foot away from them when they're talking on it which is what I thought would be good to talk on speakerphone, not to have it to your ear. And he talks that it's actually stronger when that's the case versus having it to your ear. Obviously, both are bad, but both are detrimental to your health. And then, again, you look at all those things. Well, what are the downstream effects of diabetes, heart disease, cancer? It's obesity, it's anxiety, suppression. Also, another huge thing he talks about is anxiety. Prior to the 1850s, anxiety wasn't defined as a thing there wasn't a term for it in medical literature, but you start to see these technologies come on. One of the side effects that they have studied in animal populations is anxiety. And so they put a cell phone in a beehive and from that cell phone just being on, it wasn't being talked to just, with, just in the on position with the battery in it and receiving a signal to the cell tower. This was done a few years ago. Within 10 minutes, the bees... Not produce, they produced like 10% of the amount of honey that they would normally produce in the hive. They started to become agitated. So not only did they not do what they were supposed to be doing, which is producing honey, they became very agitated and began fighting with each other. And that just set a light bulb off in my head of kind of where we're at as society today. A lot of people are kind of on edge and they're kind of tense and they're fighting back and forth with each other, whether that's through the internet or in person. And nobody's stopping to ask. Everybody's like, oh, well, social media has radicalized people, which, yes, probably there's just something to that. But nobody's stopping to ask. These people are being radiated at a level that's a thousand times more than even people two to three generations back of our ancestors were. And so we wonder why there's anxiety and all these mental things going on. And granted, there's, there's other downstream effects of other things in the environment that are causing this. But what blew my mind from reading this book is that I think the core tenet and the core driver of all of these things is the amount of radiation we're experiencing. And basically, we're in this huge experiment right now where everybody's just saying, yeah, yeah, throw up more Radiation, throw up 5G, throw up some more satellites and everything will be good and we'll have access to information. But nobody's looking at the unintended consequences of that. And I don't think this will be a thing. You know, I could talk about this till I'm blue in the face. You can have a million people talk about it till they're blue in the face. This is not going to be something that really latches on probably for another 70 to 100 years from now. So, hey, maybe you're watching this video 100 years from now in 2000 or 21, 22, it's a 2022. And you're like, man, the people back then they were they were so unaware that all the electricity around them was causing all these problems and resulted in all these different issues <clears throat> that were going around in the world today. So what is the main takeaway well one if you get the chance go listen to this audiobook or read the book. It's a little bit longer and it's very scientifically dense but it's also written in a way that's very understandable. So you don't have to be a scientist or anything like that to understand it and really get the concepts. And also just know that a lot of these diseases that are out there in the world today, they're not because you have less willpower. More people don't have diabetes because people are less disciplined. Today. Are people less disciplined today than they were a hundred years ago? Yeah, probably, but they also deal with more temptations. So I don't know that people hundred years ago would have to deal with the temptations of having their attention dragged in a thousand different directions every other second. So what I want you to know is a lot of these diseases, the inflammation, Poor diet, all these things are not necessarily your fault. And again, I'm not telling you that to try to sell you something. I just want you to understand that there are driving factors outside of your control that as a as a conscious being, you will have to deal with in your lifetime. And I think we are all here for a reason to go down, down deeper to a spiritual level. We're all here for a reason. And I think our souls are here very in a very for a very specific purpose. And God always puts us in situations that He knows that we can handle. It may not be easy. It may not be what we want to go through, but he always puts us in situations we can handle. And I think we, from being here through everything that we have been through, we are prepared for this. And I want you to know that if you're experiencing angst, anxiety, health problems, whatever going on in your life right now, it's not necessarily your fault. And I don't say that to try to create some sort of victim mindset within you. Just know that there are things out there that are working, against you and that you have to be prepared for and that you have to kind of step your game up and say, hey, now that I know about this, what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to make sure that I turn my Wi-Fi router off at night. I'm going to make sure that I get grounded on the earth for as many uh, hours out of the day as I can. I'm going to make sure that I don't talk with my cell phone right up to my ear. I'm going to make sure that I'm not on a screen for 10 to 12 hours a day and make sure that I'm interacting with other people. So again, I could talk about this much, much more. So if you guys want to hear more, let me know. I could do many more episodes on this, but I wanted to get the main point out from kind of reading this book and into something that had been heavy on my heart to talk about is just that a lot of the disease we experience is, is an uphill battle that we're going to be fighting, and we need to be conscious of that, and that's kind of my mission that I feel I'm truly here is to help people make better decisions as it relates to health because it's something that everybody is going to need to be conscious of in the future. It's not going to be like the 1950s and 1960s where you leave a lot of the health uh, decisions and choices up to your doctor or someone outside of your control. So that's all I got today, guys. Thank you so much. If you stayed and watched this end of the video, me talking about this, I really, really appreciate it. I hope you enjoy it and let me know your thoughts or if you would like to see more stuff about this because there's much more that I could go into detail about. So appreciate it, guys, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Peace.